Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Millions, billions, trillions, it's hard to know what you're talking about. So let's see if we can make it a little more real. To understand the comparative size, let's take a look at the average American home right here. Average American home is about 20 feet tall. Compare that to a giant sequoia tree, about 240 feet tall, 10 times as much. That's a lot. But compare that to Big Ben, 380 feet tall. Compare that to Trump Tower in New York City at 700 feet tall. Compare that to One Shell Plaza, where I used to work in Houston, Texas. Or compare that to the Sears Tower, now called the Willis Tower. I don't know why. I like Sears. Compare that to the Sears Tower at 1,400 feet tall. Sears Tower is 70 times as tall as the average American house. The Democrats' reckless spending is more than 70 times what's being spent on roads and bridges. So when you see politicians going on TV saying, isn't it going to be great to have a new freeway? Isn't it going to be great to repair a bridge? Yes, we should do that. They're selling this. That's what they're selling, this tiny little bit. But understand that what they're ramming through is this. They're ramming through trillions of dollars. To give you a sense of what $9.5 trillion means, if the Democrats get their way, Congress will be spending $28,563 for every single American. So I ask you at home, you got 28 grand sitting around? The Democrats think you do. They want to spend it. I've said more than once, dear God, please let, let nobody tell the Democrats what comes after a trillion. These numbers are real. To put that in perspective, Indexed for inflation, the United States government spent $4.1 trillion to win World War II. $4.1 trillion to win World War II. The greatest generation scaling the cliffs of Normandy, beating the Nazis. The Democrats, in seven months, are spending more than double what we spent to win World War II. There is no way to pay for this bill that they are recommending, which looks like at least the $1.2 trillion is going to pass. Then it'll get sent down to the House. And then, you know, Nancy is going to try to add the $3.5 trillion, which it'll be much more than that, which is why Ted Cruz said $9.5. Because once they get everything they want on their wish list, that $3.5 is going to grow exponentially. And it's going to be a lot more than that. There is no way to pay for it. 
We have no way other than raising taxes. How do you pay for something like that? There's an uh, interesting article in uh, Breitbart News. The Penn-Wharton model found that the so-called bipartisan infrastructure deal, otherwise known as the Infrastructural Investment and Job Act, would result in $548 billion in additional spending, $132 billion in new taxes, and $351 billion in deficits, all of which would not lead to any additional growth in the GDP by 2031 or 2050, which is what the Democrats are trying to sell you. They're... They're selling you that this bill will actually create jobs and more wealth and it's going to be great for the country. It's not. It's going to put us into hyperinflation, which is taking more money out of your pocket. The cost of everything goes up, in which case your life gets a lot harder. You can't buy the same amount of groceries because what cost you last year or the year before, say a couple hundred bucks a week to feed your family is now going to be quadruple that. You're going to spend at least, you know, 400 at least to feed a family too. If you ain't paid attention to the cost of groceries lately, man, you're either not doing the shopping in your house or you're just completely oblivious to what's going on because what you should be like, you go in there and pick up maybe you know, dinner for tonight and a couple little odds and ends and you walk out paying 30 or 35 bucks. No, now it's, you ain't getting out of there for less than a hundred dollars. It just, it's just not even happening. And it's not even like you're bringing home a massive amount of food. You walk out of there with four bags, which is like a joke. You know, I got a family of six. So my grocery bill every week is, is not nice. Uh, being that there are four boys that will be including myself and two girls. So, you know, the boys are eating heavy and they're growing boys. Yeah, my grocery bills aren't pleasant. This spending is going to put you into hyperinflation, which is going to make that even worse. There's no way to pay for a bill like this unless you raise taxes. Naturally, they're going to want to make it appear as if they're going after big corporations and the rich first. Ultimately, you're going to feel the pain. Whether you feel it in taxes initially or just because of inflation, you're going to feel the pain. We all are. The fact that All these Republicans are on board with passing this nonsense bill. And then Democrats, you expect all of them to be on. But if Joe Manchin and Sinema act like they're so moderate, then they would know that this is bad for the country no matter what. There is nobody in Washington willing to stand up and just say, no, this is nonsense and we're not going to pass it. In which case, us as American citizens, we're going to eat it. You know, Ted Cruz, look what he just said about what it costs the average American household to pass this bill, $28,000. And and I like how he he illustrated it in his demonstration there. The average size home versus the Sears Tower makes perfect sense. What did they say it costs per household for your COVID relief bill? It was around, what, $14,000, if I remember correctly? $14,000 per person, per household for the money they spent just to give you COVID relief. We can't keep spending money like this and expect that the country is going to survive because it's not. And don't you think that it would be nice for once if maybe they included what the American people actually think about the situation? Don't you think it would be nice to take into consideration what our stance is on the spending package? Shouldn't we have some say considering it comes out of our taxes? 
We're the ones paying for it. Everybody thinks the government just prints this magical money from somewhere, and it just prints, and it's just there. No, it comes from your taxes. <laughs> it's we're the ones that pay for all this crap. If if you know half of us or more than half of us don't agree with it, why are the two parties passing it? But you're never going to get an answer to that. They're passing it because it's all about power. Uh, there was so much going on. I know I'm changing subjects drastically here, but there was so much going on. I had a hard time really not doing an additional podcast. I kind of wanted to because my last one was pre-recorded for the release on Friday with Graham Ledger that I didn't really get to talk about current events going on. And it's going so fast that I was like dying to get here. And I probably should have done one, but I let it all kind of build up. One of the one of the things that has really getting a lot of attention, especially from the right, a little bit from the left, is Obama's hypocritical birthday party. The man has a birthday party with 700 guests. He said he was going to scale it back. And if you've been looking at any news articles, I'm sure you've seen the pictures, you do not get a tent that size put at your house for seven hundred for anything less than seven hundred people, man, that tent looked like it could hold thousands of people in it. Then video and images come out of the party showing that nobody's wearing masks, everybody's all over each other, hugging and taking pictures together and drinking and having a grand old time. Well, naturally, he's getting criticized for it, as he should, because they're telling all of us, they're telling you, me, everybody. Almost that you should be hiding in your house, scared of the world, don't visit anybody, don't see anybody, that this virus is going to spread and you got to be taking the reins here. It's your responsibility to not spread this thing, but yet he's going and having a party like that. And they're acting like the right side, oh, we're, Obama's living rent-free in their mind right now because, oh, you know, he had his party, everybody was tested, everybody's been vaccinated, and... As a matter of fact, Candace Owens tweeted out something. I don't know Candace Owens, but I would say she wouldn't tweet this out unless she was being honest and serious about it. She said that uh, she knows for a fact there was at least two attendees there that she knows personally that have not been vaccinated. So that would be another lie. The left can't help themselves. They continually show you who they are. When is everybody going to wake up? I know you people are awake. I'm awake. But more people need to wake up to stop this nonsense. Obama throws his party. They don't care. No masks. They're having a great time. They're living life as they want to live life. Because remember, they do live by the rules for thee but not for me motto. That's them. Lori Lightweight goes to Lollapalooza. Thousands of people, and she's rubbing elbows with all the celebrities there. Nobody's wearing any masks. Uh, Bowser enforces mandatory masks in her city, and then she's caught at a wedding, sitting down, no mask on. AOC, she's on the steps of the Capitol, doing the whole nonsense, theatrical, oh, you know, housing is a human right. Well, they got footage of Prior to them taking a picture, not wearing a mask, puts it on for the picture. And then as soon as the picture is done, she takes the mask off and she's rubbing elbows with all the people over there too. When is everybody going to wake up and see this is all a lie? This constant push for masks and for this COVID vaccine, it's either a social experiment 
or it is a chemical one, one or the other. There's no truth behind it. I mean, think about the vaccine. The vaccine is just, it's, it's really a joke. The fact that all of these places are starting to mandate it. And I warned you in a previous podcast that as soon as the FDA gave it full approval, the real push was going to start. Well, the FDA is a couple weeks out from giving it full approval. And then they're really going to push hard trying to make everybody take this shot. Why? Most people would say, hey, man, it's free. You know, the government's it's free. They're just trying to help everybody. Nothing's free in this world. Number one, your taxes paid for it. So there it is. You already paid for it. So the shot, it's yours if you want it because you already paid for it. Number two, if they say they're not making any money off it, that's another lie because then you are the product. They're selling it to you. You are the product. They are getting something out of it. Believe me, nothing's for free. Don't be so foolish to believe that it's just a freebie and they're just trying to help everybody out because it's not that at it's not that at all. And then as far as mandating it goes, you are trying to mandate a vaccine to the entire world that shows it doesn't stop you from transmitting it. It doesn't stop you from getting it. For the most part, it may lighten your symptoms, but other people, it won't even do that. So you'll get just as sick as you would if you didn't have it. So why the push? They have to be making something on it. The, co- the drug companies, the government, everybody's getting a kickback. They're making something on it. That's the only reason why. Why the hell would I put a chemical in my system that is now proven to give you very limited protection against maybe how sick you get, but otherwise there is no benefit and it is as good as me not being vaccinated because I run the same exact risk. I can get it, I can spread it, I can get sick and I can have an easy go of it or I can have a hard go of it, one or the other. It's the same damn thing. And I don't know if anybody caught it this weekend. Fauci was on trying to say now that it is because of the unvaccinated people that new variants are going to be made and going to be spread that will elude the vaccine altogether. This is his best push and the government's best push to pin us against each other. The vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. (laughs) the governmental push to constantly have us at war with each other. I know I keep saying this, divide and conquer, but that's where it's at. That's the game that's being played right now. Divide us by race, divide us by sexuality, divide us now by vaccine shots, and ultimately conquer what they're looking to conquer. Oh, one more thing real quick, because this was actually funny. Another stupid thing is, I don't know why they're pushing so hard about the vaccine anyways, because of this. You know, we have uh, roughly 350 million people vaccinated in the United States and billions around the world. And virtually no one's died because of that vaccination. As I said again and again, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So we have to get more people vaccinated. I said, well over, what's the number again? I remind myself, 350 million Americans have already been vaccinated. They're they're doing fine. (laughs) It's just dumb. He's just dumb. Do you realize 
Okay, 325-ish million Americans, and he said 350 are vaccinated, so we're well over 100%. So, hey, congratulations. If you're within the sound of my voice, you have been vaccinated. (laughs) It's just so dumb, man. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, oh, sleepy creepy. What's sad is that was with notes and a teleprompter. And he still couldn't get it right. So congratulations, Democrats. That is the moron that you elected. (laughs) And on to another stupid one. The University of Wisconsin is removing a 70-ton boulder from its Madison campus at the request of the minority students who view the rock as a symbol of racism. (laughs) A rock. Really? (laughs) Can we get any dumber? (laughs) I'm just asking. Anyways, yes, I read the entire article. I figured I'll read it. That way you don't have to. They're removing the rock because one time, once upon a time in 1925, some, I don't know, unknown reporter wrote a story about this rock and they used a racial slur to name the rock. The only time in history in history that anybody said something about the rock that was a little off key or a lot off key, however you want to look at it. Okay. I can't tell you what they actually said because I don't use that type of language. I certainly don't use the N word. Okay. But basically it's the N word head in one sentence. So you know what, what they called it for whatever reason, the way it was written was this N head was popping out of the ground. I don't know. 1925, your guess is as good as mine. However, this journalist or reporter or whatever, whoever wrote the story, wrote it one time. The rock was actually named after the school president who was a geologist, and it has no other links to anything else besides that one article written by a random person. 1925. And so... That big rock was hurting people's feelings. The story behind the rock itself, not what the reporter wrote, but the rock itself, how it moved, I guess, over a period of 12,000 years from a glacier to its final sitting point is a pretty interesting story. You know, a rock went on a journey. (laughs) I mean, but the scientist that discovered the rock that was a president of the college, I mean, Like I said, nothing else was racist about it. Nothing. Zero. They don't even have any racist past on the geologist with the rock. It's literally from one article. And there's a group of African-American students and indigenous students at the college that said when they see the rock, it's racist. So needless to say, the school wanted to move it. They had to get the approval of the historical society, which ultimately did remove it. And they moved the rock to a different location. Now, the uh, school uh, put out a statement that now people can begin to heal because the rock's been moved. Oh, my God. Every day I walk outside and I see that rock and I just feel it's so racist, that big rock sitting there. (laughs) When the hell did Americans become so weak and frail? When? I must have missed the meeting. I must not have been part of it. When did this happen? Because nowadays, if a rock offends you because of, not not even the rock itself, 
because of a reporter from 1925. Well, I'm assuming that the reporter or the a journalist, whatever, is dead. I'm going to assume you can't attack them because if that was the case, you would attack that person. But since that person's no longer there, we're going to go after the non-living 70-ton rock. Wow. I'm going to end my show on that note because that's like a mic drop. There's nothing else to say there. That's just that dumb. (laughs) I hope you like what you're listening to. If you do, please rate and review me. If you'd like to contact me, littlejoescc.com. You go to the contact section, leave me a message. Uh, Otherwise, you can follow me on Twitter. I am becoming much more active. I've been constantly waiting for Trump's app to see or just get another app that was really functional. Uh, I've tried Gab. I'm on Gab. I don't like the functionality of it. It's just a personal preference. It has nothing to do with the actual app itself. Cloud Hub is kind of similar. They're trying to update that one. Parlor, I don't know. I was doing well on Parlor for a while. That one's just, I think that they've shot themselves in the foot. I don't think they're coming back. Um, And we'll see if Trump ever comes out with one that he said was going to be, you know, next level. Let's see what happens with that. Otherwise, I hope you're having a beautiful Tuesday. We'll see what happens with the infrastructure bill. Hopefully some people grow a pair between now and then. And uh, that about does it. Enjoy your Tuesday. See you again on Friday.